Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sveshnikov, cross-ice for Teravainen. Teravainen shot right on. Rebound, they score! Oh, the power play! That's a sports car goal if I've seen one. Vincent Trocek's 13. Carolina goes up one up. Austin back on the puck. Stadnika in the cane zone. Laid off right on. Rebound, chance Anderson! Two big saves for Frederick Anderson. It sends it across. Kicked out in front for Smith again. Anderson! An incredible pad save. As he denies Craig Smith now from the point, the shot's put on. Anderson blockers that to the boards. He's scooped up by Trocek. Good work by Trocek. He'll lose the edge, but he's able to get the puck a little bit deeper. As Carlo couldn't take it away from Jarvis. Jarvis tries to fight his way to the front of the net now. Smets the cover this way. He scores! Oh, that's the magic! Sveshnikov picks the upper corner and the Hurricanes are up 2 0. Pitches in, deflected chance on the rebound, they score! Carolina driving the net and Sebastian Ajo gets to the loose puck, rips it home, it's 3 0 Carolina. Pesci from the point. He'll wrist one off the glass. Niederreiter settles it down behind the bruise net out in front for Stahl. Chance, second chance. Olmark with the save. Boss now back to Pesci. Scores! Oh, persistence. Your name is Brett Pesci as the Carolina Hurricanes with three golden chances. And then Pesci buries it. Carolina Angelo looking for a lane. He's got it. He fires. That hits a body in front. Svechnikov to the rebound. Teravainen, spin chance. Directed in. Oh, what a beauty, Sebastian. His second of the game. What a setup by Tavo Teravainen. And on the power play, the Canes strike again. It's 5-0. Jordan Stahl with 4.39 left in the third. Wins it back. Shays drive. They score! Deflected out front. One off the draw. Brady Shea. He's on target. And the Canes have hung a six spot on the Bruins. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold, and that was a good effort by the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, no joking around first period, wickedly competitive, entertaining as all get out. Canes come away with a one, nothing lead second period, Carolina really good. I know statistically it looks like this was an even game. I didn't see this as an even game at all. I thought Carolina was better. I thought Boston was physical and Boston created opportunities. It wasn't like Boston didn't have some chances to score, especially in the first. I thought Boston's best period was the first period. But from the second period on, I mean, Carolina was just better, just flat better. And actually, I've said this before, they're better than Boston. They're just better than the Bruins, and they know it. 
and Boston knows it. And tonight had nothing to do with no Bergeron, no Marchand, because those two guys were in the lineup when Carolina went to Boston last time and won 7-1. So this wasn't about who wasn't there. This was about who was and who was there uh, were really, really good for the Hurricanes. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Uh, Get a free no-obligation estimate if you go right there to AluminumCompany.com. Siding, roofing, windows, entry doors, storm doors, gutter helmets, they got it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Uh, Alec Campbell will not join us tonight. We are are giving Alec the night off. Uh, He is still recovering from uh, being a dad twice over. (laughs) I I don't know, man. Uh, Anyway, let's, let's get into this. First of all, Canes versus Boston. Uh, on aggregate, if I could use a soccer term as a uh, as a now newly minted Liverpool fan, on aggregate, Carolina 16, Boston 1. All right, I want to read this from Hurricanes PR. Uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, at Canes PR on Twitter. With a 34-save shutout tonight, Frederick Anderson has posted a 3-0-0 record, a 0.33 goals against average, a 990 save percentage, two shutouts, and an assist against the Bruins this season to lead the Hurricanes to the second regular season sweep of the Bruins in franchise history. The last one was in 2011 and 2012. That is a year against the Boston Bruins. He had the shutout in the sixth game of the season in Raleigh, a 3 nothing shutout that was more even game and maybe a little lucky from Carolina uh, as much as anything else. They had two goals go in off of uh, essentially Bruins skates or sticks, and then the, uh, the other goal was an empty net goal. Uh, then, of course, it was an utter blowout in Boston uh, where they, Carolina scored five goals in the first period and a 7-1 win. And then tonight, which was, uh, I think, a lot more competitive than the scoreboard would indicate. Freddie Anderson was awesome in the first period. Uh, and Carolina just kind of made uh, made opportunities happen in this game. But in terms of getting them, both teams had about the same number of superb scoring chances. I think Carolina was sharper, uh, ultimately. And I also think that when Anderson had to be great, he was great. And he could have easily been one of the three stars, but he wasn't one of my three stars because there were too many stars to give. Uh, and truth, I thought their best forward tonight was Vincent Trocek. Uh, he was in. He was involved in everything. He only gets one point, but he was involved in the Svechnikov goal. Uh, he was involved in uh, like three goals, basically had Vincent Trocek written all over it, but he only gets the one. Uh, on the power play, the goal that got him going, one nothing. Thought he was great tonight, but Brett Pesci, who has not been vintage Brett Pesci, he looked so much better tonight. Uh, he gets the goal, but he would have been one of my under consideration even without the goal. Uh, he was excellent, uh, but we're going to give the gold star to the captain. I thought, and I, I could be wrong here, I thought that the United States Congress passed an amendment to the Constitution. That's like the uh, the 28th Amendment. I don't know. Uh, outlawing Jordan Stahl scoring goals. I thought, I thought we had a, an, an amendment to the Constitution. So that's why he hadn't scored. 
October 29th. What's the calendar? It's, Feb- it's February 10th. At the time of this recording, February 10th. He hasn't scored since October 29th. Get out of here. So he wins a face-off, goes back to Brady Shea at the point. Uh, Shea puts it on net. Stahl, who is actually pretty good at tipping pucks. He does work on it. I know Tripp said it, but I've been to plenty of practices. And yeah, Jordan Stahl gets in front of the net, and they work on tipping pucks. Uh, because that big body gets in front of the net, and it's supposed to be a problem. Uh, and he did. He deflected it up over uh, Olmark, who gave up six goals, but I thought played really well. Carolina had a boatload of shots on net. Uh, so Jordan Stahl's third goal of the year. Third goal of the year. Incredible. Uh, good for him. Uh, but he played a really another good, really good game. Uh, Tripp. We, we talked to Trip on the uh, on the day job on the moneymaker uh, uh, Wednesday, so yesterday as we're recording this now, and like the the Nino Stall Foss line has been excellent. It's been Carolina's best line of late, most consistent, generates scoring chances. Nino is playing the best hockey uh, since coming to Carolina. It doesn't even matter if he's scoring goals; he happens to be scoring goals. He's just playing good hockey. He's playing good defensive hockey. This is what what I saw from Nino in the first, what, seven or eight games until he got hurt. I think that was the game against the Blackhawks where Nino was just playing better than he had ever played for the Hurricanes. He looked quicker. He was playing well on the defensive side of the puck. And uh, Nino got hurt, got away from it a little bit, wasn't quite as effective, but was still scoring goals. And that's he's got that knack. He can score goals. Uh, but... Nino looks now like he's playing like he did at the beginning of the year, and the goals are there, although he did not score tonight. Uh, so, man, Carolina is is building uh, a, a very good base for what they're going to need in May. Now, May hockey is different from what we saw tonight, even though uh, they were trying to fool us into thinking this was a playoff game. Uh, clearly, it's not. Uh, None of these games are playoff games. There is no finality to this. So let's not get caught in that trap. It was a physical game. Carolina had to answer uh, a a couple of times. Uh, I am not a fan of fighting, especially after a clean hit. Uh, But that's the way these things happen. So I want to recognize Tony D'Angelo, who I thought also played a good game. There were some mistakes, but I thought Tony was really good. Thought he was feisty on pucks. He was physical tonight. Uh, and when Charlie McAvoy laid out Aho, clean hit. It was a pretty good shift for McAvoy. I think he got three hurricanes on it. Uh, but when he laid out Aho with a clean hit, D'Angelo came over the board. Not over the boards. He was on the ice, I guess. And, um, and they just threw hands. And I don't know who won the fight. I don't think anybody lost the fight. Uh, and I think Tony and McAvoy just kind of chatted about it uh, in the penalty box. And I think uh, Charlie just got it. And uh, Tony did what Tony felt like he had to do. Again, not a fan because D'Angelo wasn't on the ice for the next five minutes. And then I believe he might have included a Hurricanes power play. You don't want t- Tony D'Angelo not on the ice for a power play. Um, but uh, that's the way these things work. It's unfortunate. Uh, but you have to appreciate D'Angelo doing that. Uh, I also want to say that I think the officials 
got that right, but it does make me think back to the Rangers game, and I'll explain kind of working backwards here. Uh, against Toronto, uh, Brendan Smith, clean hit on Andre Kasha. Wayne Simmons comes off the bench onto the ice. I don't know if it was after a faceoff or not, but it was an, a shift later, and Brendan Smith is essentially asked to fight. Clean hit, Smith on Kasha. Wayne Simmons off the bench. They got to fight. Brendan Smith didn't want to, but there you go. That's the code. Whatever. We're not going to get, we're not going to belabor uh, my dislike for that code. And I talked to Rod Brindamore, and he thought that there should have been an instigator. And I was thinking about the game against the Rangers where uh, Barkley Goodrow hit Tevo Teravainen, and uh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi comes in to the defense of his Finnish brother. Do they say it brother in Finnish? I don't know. And uh, and Kotkaniemi got, uh, you know, two extra minutes. And I thought that's the proper way to do it. If we're going to have an instigator penalty for some for essentially third man in then there should be there should be a penalty there so they didn't call Simmons for the extra two in Toronto and I was hoping that they weren't going to call D'Angelo but I expected it but they didn't call it so you know what I'm cool with it I'm cool with all of it uh the captain was good I mean he well, he won two-thirds of his draws he got a goal got an assist on the Pesci goal uh the goal for uh, his goal, which was a shot by Brady Shea at the point off a set piece. I keep saying it. Carolina is the best. Te- they have to be the best team in the league off faceoffs in terms of scoring goals in the offensive zone. I mean, they're just tremendous off the faceoff. Trocek was great all night. Andre Svechnikov's 18th goal uh, of the season made it 2 nothing in the uh, second period. So much hard work by Trocek and Seth Jarvis. Jarvis, who fought his way from the corner with the puck toward the front of the net. Then it was a loose puck. I thought, I didn't think they were going to get assist, even though Trocek and Jarvis really made the play. Uh, and Andre picked up the puck in the high slot, uh, and he scores to make it 2 nothing. Uh, Ajo had his typical night. Here's how I'm going to describe Sebastian Ajo's game. You can watch Sebastian Ajo all day long and not be wowed. But at the end of the night, you realize, oh my gosh, he was great. And you know what it is? It's like gumbo. Sebastian Ajo is gumbo. It's that slow heat. And then by, you know, you're like two thirds of the way through the bowl and you go, my mouth is on fire. Where's the bread? And that's what Ajo, Ajo was excellent tonight. Should have been a star. But we only had three spots. I'm reading uh, on Twitter, RB, you cannot leave Turbo out of the three stars tonight, <laughs> nor the goalie who posted a 34 save shutout. You're right. You're right. Tara Vine had three assists tonight. <laughs> Left out of the three stars were two guys who had three points and the goalie who had a shutout. <laughs> and look, Carolina played really well tonight. Uh, there was a lot of guys. There were a lot of guys who played very well. I wanted to. I wanted to worm Ethan Bear in there. Thought it was the best Ethan Bear has played, uh, probably since before COVID. To be honest, uh, and that's encouraging. I, I just. I just want to tap the brakes a touch here. We know who this. The eight playoff teams are going to be in the East. We know it. Going to be four from the Metro. It's going to be four from the Atlantic. Boston is the eighth best team. There is no question that Boston is not as good as the other seven playoff teams. 
And I think the reason for that is Boston's blue line isn't as good. McAvoy is great. Carlo's pretty good. After that, that's it. When there's just not a, there's not enough there for Boston. That's why I mean, and it was to me it was pretty obvious the first time Carolina played. I didn't think either team played great that night, but the first time Carolina played Boston, I just went eh, this Bruins team ain't all that. Now they still have high end talent, so they they are not to be trifled with. But the advantage in the East will go to the team that wins the conference. So if you're Carolina, important. And who knows, but we might get to the end of the season and Washington won't be much better because I think Washington and Boston are going to be the two wildcard teams. I think um, the Rangers and Pittsburgh are, are going to join Carolina in the top three and the advantage will go to who plays Boston, I think. Although Washington doesn't have great goaltending, but they've got a month to figure that out whether it's uh, Vanacek or it's Samsonov, and I think it'll be Samsonov, but who knows? They uh, they might be in the market for a goalie. Who knows? Maybe they get Marc-Andre Fleury, and now it's a different story, right? Anyway, uh, I digress from uh, from uh, the... Uh, when I went from Sebastian Ajo is gumbo to talking about playing the Boston Bruins. Uh, but Ajo's t- just a, a typical Ajo night. He was great all over the ice, uh, on the power play goal that made it 5 nothing, I think he uh, was knocked down twice, uh, had puck retrievals twice, and then ultimately the Teravainen pass, which that's why those two guys share a brain. Teravainen's pass to Ajo. Ajo knew it was coming because Tevo wasn't looking. That's how Ajo knew it was coming. Uh, and I don't think it's a coincidence that Ajo plays as well as he did tonight when Tavo Teravainen is back in the lineup. Those guys just get each other. I wonder, because I know, I, I believe they're uh, they're both with significant others. I wonder if their significant others are jealous of Sebastian and Tavo. I just, I, I wonder if they are. I don't know. Um, Turbo three assists uh, in his return tonight. Uh, Brett Pesci, best game in a long time. The goal was great. Jordan Stahl, this was, I was convinced that Jordan Stahl's never going to score again. Uh, Stahl had two point blank whacks at it. Then Jesper Foss picked up the puck, gave it to Pesci. Uh, good wrist shot just inside the left post. Um, Ethan, again, Ethan Bear, Tony D'Angelo. Incredible. Just a really, really good night. I wanted Martin Natchez to get a goal tonight. I thought Natchez, after the uh, the the silly retaliation penalty early in the first period. I thought Natchez had a really good game. In fact, on the first Ajo goal, I thought the uh, that Natchez really made the best play on it uh, because his it wasn't really a shot. Uh, his play to the front of the net uh, got the puck moving, and I think Tavo Teravainen got a piece of it first, and then Ajo... Uh, with the uh, sliding uh, finish coming in from the left side. so uh, And I think Tavo might have even seen Sebastian coming and just kind of tried to deflect it that way. But anyway, uh, good play. I thought Natchez played a pretty good game after that. And if Carolina is going to be the best version of them, they need Martin Natchez scoring. It's been a long time. He's now got one goal in his last 16. They need Natchez to be a goal scorer or a point producer. He has 
23 points this year. He's basically regressing. He had 41 in 53 games last year. So uh, amortize that out. It's about a 60-point season, roughly, right? So he's on pace for like a 45-point season, if that. So they need more from uh, from Natchez. But it was a good game uh, all around. So the Hurricanes uh, pick up a very important win. And I think I don't think it's a coincidence that the Hurricanes did this against Boston after doing what they did against Ottawa. It's a weird, weird dynamic. But the Hurricanes, before tonight, actually we can throw the win in tonight. They're now 3-0 against Boston. The Hurricanes are now 15-3-1 against playoff teams. Against the other 15 current playoff teams, the Hurricanes are 15-3-1. Against teams that are outside the playoff line, 17, 7, and 2. Now, 17, 7, and 2 is a good record. It's not as good as 15, 3, and 1. That's just the way I look at it. Uh, but the Hurricanes have been really good against the really good teams. After Minnesota, they come home Wednesday against Florida. They're good. Then they've got Nashville on Friday. Then Sunday. In Pittsburgh, Sunday afternoon in Pittsburgh, and then Monday afternoon in Philly. Uh, And then they are uh, basically, I think, are they all done? I think they're all done with the makeup games. All of these games in here, except for the Pittsburgh game, and I'll explain in a second. All of these games were making up the games lost to COVID uh, and border crossing issues. And whatever Philadelphia had that they chickened out of the game. The Pittsburgh game has not been, it's not a makeup game. It's a make forward game, I guess we'll call it, because that was supposed to be the season finale. But to get all the games in, the league kind of moved some things around and they moved that game against Pittsburgh that was supposed to be the season finale uh, in Pittsburgh. They moved it to Sunday. So they're playing Sunday in Pittsburgh and then Monday in Philadelphia. And that will eliminate all other makeup games. That's, they're done. They would have. They will have been caught up at this point. All right, let's go through the goals uh, real quick before we get out of here. Uh, and then we'll uh, take a look at the standings in the Eastern Conference. Uh, it all started when Vincent Trocek uh, went to where Vincent Trocek likes to go, to the front of the net. Uh, Carolina had a power play about midway through the first period after Carolina had uh, asked Freddie Anderson to save them uh, for the better part of the first half of the first period. They went to the power play. Vincent Trocek went to the front of the net, and you know what happens. Sveshnikov, cross ice for Teravainen. Teravainen shot right on. Rebound, they score! On the power play! That's a sports car goal if I've seen one. Vincent Trocek's 13th Carolina goes up 1-0. I think context is needed. Sports car goal. Remember, Trocek had a big game against Boston the last time. And um, I don't know. Somebody said to Trocek after the game uh, that they like basically reminded uh, them of Marshawn because Trocek plays a very feisty, in-your-face, little bit of a pest type of a game. Uh, I love I love the way Trocek is playing. I absolutely love it. Um, and Trocek was like, made a joke about, what, do I look like a rat? Because, eh, 
Ingram from Marshawn looks like a rat. He's not handsome or anything like that. Uh, Trocek is handsome, I think. But anyway, uh, so uh, Marshawn didn't appreciate that. And he basically called, he said, I'm a Lamborghini and th- that guy's a Prius. Okay, whatever, funny. Uh, I'm okay with all of that social media stuff. That's good. Uh, so that's the uh, the genesis of the sports car. And then they called him a Prius all night. And he played uh, He played a great game. I love Vincent. He was one of my three stars. Uh, all right, so it's one nothing. Uh, Hurricanes, Trocek had a big part in the Andrei Svechnikov goal. Uh, he went to the front of the net. Seth Jarvis digs the puck out of the corner, brings it to the front. Uh, the puck gets batted around a little bit, sneaks out to Andre, who finished with Trocek lying face down on the ice. He's scooped up by Trocek. Good work by Trocek. He'll lose the edge, but he's able to get the puck a little bit deeper. As Carlo couldn't take it away from Jarvis. Jarvis tries to fight his way to the front of the net. Now, Svechnikov in his line. He scores! Oh, that's the magic! Andre Svechnikov picks the upper corner, and the Hurricanes are up 2-0. Well, I don't know if Andre picked the upper corner or if that puck deflected off something or someone on the way through. Uh, it, when you see the shot from behind the uh, the play, I, there's no goal there. <laughs> so, I don't even know how the shot got in. Uh, it had to hit something, I guess. Uh, there is some th- thought that it might have hit Trocek's. That goal might end up uh, being Trocek's goal like uh, a week from now. I don't know. Right now, it's credited uh, to Andre and number 18 on the season. But that was just hard work. And then Sebastian Ajo gets in the mix uh, about five and a half minutes later, and they make it 3 nothing. HSN deflected chance on the rebound. No score! Carolina driving the net, and Sebastian Ajo gets to the loose puck, rips it home. It's 3 nothing, Carolina. I think that play was actually started with a different line on the ice and good play in the neutral zone. And then uh, the top line of Svechnikov, not Svechnikov, Aho, Teravine, and Natchez jumped on. Uh, Natchez has the puck on the right side. He gets it down pretty low. Uh, Teravine has got a little bit of a middle drive to the net. Aho is, I mean, he might have just come on the ice uh, flying down the left side. Natchez throws the puck in front. It looks to me like a pass. It goes off of Teravainen's stick. For all we know, he did it intentionally. Uh, and then Aho cleans it up on the backside, kind of flying in, sliding down. Uh, so that made it 3 nothing. Uh, and then, a little bit later on, uh, Brett Pesci's third goal of the season. It was a good night for third goals. Right after Jordan Stahl had two great opportunities, but that was more long-sustained pressure. Pesci from the point. He'll wrist one off the glass. Niederreiter settles it down behind the Bruzette out in front for Stahl. Chance, second chance. Olmark with the save. Boss now back to Pesci. Scores! Oh, persistence. Your name is Brett Pesci as the Carolina Hurricanes with three golden chances. And then Pesci buries it. Carolina 4-0. Pers- I, I Persistent, thy name is Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Elizabethan from uh, from Mike Matiscalco tonight. Uh, so that's how the second period ended, 4-0 Carolina. And now all you're worried about, you two periods, Carolina's got control of this. 
you know Boston's going to be mad because Carolina has pushed it in for eight periods of hockey. 3 nothing in Raleigh, 7-1 in Boston a few weeks ago. You know the Bruins are coming out. And the Bruins, you, you just didn't want anything bad to happen in the third. And bad almost happened about 20 seconds in. Skating away with it with some speed for the Boston Bruins. It's Foligno. They're rolling in and score. Foligno, they know they're going to wave it off. As Foligno ran over Anderson, the puck crossed the goal line. But that call has been emphatically waved off from behind the play. And Frederick Anderson is now making his way to his knees and up to his skates. Well, that's the 4 you know, nothing game. This is the most important concern is how is Freddie? Head trainer Doug Bennett out to assess his goaltender. All right, Freddie was fine. They went and reviewed it. I actually think the goal should have counted, but I'm glad I'm wrong. Um, and they, they, they actually said the call on the ice was confirmed, not stands, which means that that's the call they would have made even if they called it a goal first. Boston challenged the no goal, so Carolina went on the power play after that, and Sebastian Ajo thought, oh, power play, Tavo Teravainen's out here, I should score again. D'Angelo looking for a lane. He's got it. He fires, that hits a body in front. Sveshnikov to the rebound. Teravainen, spin chance, directed in. Oh, what a beauty, Sebastian Ajo. His second of the game. What a setup by Tavo Teravainen. And on the power play, the Canes strike again. It's 5 nothing. When I say that Teravainen and Ajo share a brain, that goal explains why. Aho knew the puck was coming to him. Teravainen was not facing the play. <laughs> and uh, he just kind of turned and whipped uh, a pass to, I mean, just in front, but he, he knew where Sebastian was going to be. Uh, that's why those two guys have to play together all the time. All the time. Uh, and uh, I'll have to fight the head coach if we don't do that all the time. Sebastian is better when Tavo's playing with him. Tavo, Tavo's great. He's, he's the same. Tavo's the same no matter where, but it works better because the guy at the other end, number 20, shares half of your brain. It is remarkable. All right, so it's 5 nothing. Now, all that left to be accomplished tonight was breaking a <laughs> some-odd game goal-scoring streak by Jordan Stahl. Jordan Stahl with 4.39 left in the third. Wins it back. Shays drive. They score! Deflected out front. One off the draw. Brady Shea. He's on target. And the Canes have hung a six spot on the Bruins. 35 games without a goal. 35 for Jordan Stahl. Two points tonight. He now has one goal and eight assists in his last 36 games. But imagine, like, producing so few goals and not being a minus player. And Jordan Stahl is not a minus player through all of that. Um, yeah, he was, he was very good tonight. He was my first star because he hadn't scored a goal since October 29th against the Blackhawks. Kane's now 32, 10, and 3 on the season. 744 points percentage. 67 points in 45 games. So they are plus 
22 over NHL 500, 53 goal plus 53 goal differential, road record 16, 6, and 2. And the Carolina Hurricanes, even with Pittsburgh winning tonight, they still lead the division by one. They have three games in hand. The Rangers, uh, they have two games in hand of the Rangers, and they lead the uh, Rangers in the division by three points. Washington was a winner tonight. Uh, Washington, uh, Carolina has got four games in hand on the Capitals and a six-point lead. Now, they haven't played Pittsburgh yet. They've only played the Rangers once, only played Washington once. They're one and one in those games. Uh, So there's a lot of games. There are a lot of games to be played against the teams you're battling with in the Metropolitan Division, so uh, nothing is decided. But the way the Carolina Hurricanes play tonight, they're getting closer and closer to the team they need to be when we get to May. Uh, still think, and we'll talk about the trade deadline and what they need uh, down the road, but I still think that there are some things that they need that they need to go get, and we'll see if they uh, go about the business of doing that when the time comes. With that said, let's get out of here. Aluminum Company of North Carolina for the exterior of your home. You can find it online, aluminumcompany.com. Go there for free, no obligation estimate. You can also... Uh, see a lot of their products. They can they they can even if you go if you get them to come out there, they can even show you what it's going to look like legitimately before you ever agree to anything. Technology is amazing. Follow the Canes Corner podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, let us know what you think. Give us a review. Uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want more of, what you want less of. Uh, and if if the answer is you want less of me, well, tough. Uh, So thank you very much for spending some time. Minnesota comes up on Saturday, 8 o'clock start at the Wild. All right, we'll see you later. I am Adam Gold. This is the Canes Corner Podcast. Bye. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsband.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.